0: Welcome to Dustinstravels.com, your home to fun, exciting travel adventures. And now your host, Dustin Saidi.
1: All right, hey everyone, my name is Dustin.
0: Hi everyone, this is Karina.
1: And we are back for another awesome podcast. I know it's been a while, but we are back. So, welcome back to our podcast.
0: Yes, hello, thanks for tuning in again, and we hope that you enjoy Uh, today's podcast
1: our last episode we told you we're gonna talk about Spain and we will but actually we just got back from Greece and we want to talk about Greece so we're gonna go through the next couple series of Greece and then we'll go back to Spain
0: sounds good I think (laughs) we just kind of fell (coughs) in love with Greece and forgot about Spain while we were there well yes so bear with us yes
1: and um, so anyway today we're gonna talk about Crete which is the biggest island in all of Greece. Mm,
0: yes, in the Aegean Sea.
1: Yeah, so I, I actually didn't realize how big Crete was mm-hmm. um, until we sort of got there. Yeah. And how like long it takes to drive right. around. If you right. want to drive from one end to the other, it takes over seven hours. Exactly. To do that. A straight yeah. drive, no stopping.
0: Yeah, so you will be, if you want to see around, if you want to explore the island, it will definitely take you probably a couple days if you want to see a little bit of everything around the
1: island. Yeah, and it's even one of those islands where you don't really, most places you can kind of stay in one area and like have that be your leaving point. Explore right. If you really want to see all of Crete, you can't really do that because if you stay on the west side or the east side, it's going to take too long to get to the other side in one day. So you really got some extra time you should probably do a few nights on the west side and then a few nights on the east side
0: yeah you could easily spend there like two three weeks just exploring Crete right yeah it's a very beautiful
1: um, island and let's talk about some places to stay if people wanted to stay
0: Mm -hmm. so the the four biggest cities in Crete are Iraklio or Heraklion in English and that's sort of like the capital city then Hania uh and you spell that C H A N I A S. And we stayed around that area, FYI, and we will get into it later. The third biggest city is Recibno, and that's sort of like in the cent well, more towards the east side of the west island. Side. The west side, sorry. And then you have Agios Nicolaos, like Nicholas, Agios Nicolaos, that's more on the east side. So those are the four biggest. Areas in Crete.
1: And Heraklion, H E R A K L I O N, Agios Nikolaos, which is way on the east, is A G I O S, Nikolaos, N I K O L A O S, Rethymio, R E T H Y M N O, and Hania, they spell it different ways, but C H A N I A or H A N I A.
0: Yeah, and be patient with the spelling, you know, sometimes they can spell it different ways um so just be aware of that
1: yeah so um if you're gonna stay like for a long period of time you really want to see the whole thing you know you got to probably stay either in Hania or Ethimio on the west side and then maybe do Heraklion um, which is kind of in the middle and then Agios Nikolaos on the east side
0: right
1: um do so you want to talk about where we stayed
0: yeah so we stayed in um, Let- near Hania area and it's called Platanias, um, and that was a cute side of town. It was definitely not as busy, but still pretty touristy. We did see a lot of tourists, nice hotels, um, Airbnbs, lots of restaurants, and Hania is maybe what like thirty minutes away or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I was surprised because when we were booking this, we wanted a place near Hania, <coughs> and I was booking it, and it seemed like not too far away. Um, but and w- but it wasn't a 30-minute drive. It was maybe 15 or something like that. Okay. Uh, but I thought, oh, we could like probably walk from Platanías to Hania, but <clears throat> no way Jose. like the, case, yeah. the place is just way too big to like walk from city to city or town to town. Right, right.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, Hania is very popular, it's very beautiful. There's a port area there, there's a lighthouse, a lot of restaurants. Um, if you look at the Hania Instagram hashtag, you'll see lots of beautiful pictures, so it's very Instagrammable, <clears throat> so it's a really, really nice place, a lot of people really love that part of it. Yeah. And Platanias was, like you said, kind of a suburb, I guess, of Hania, a little mm-hmm. bit less touristy, but you have to drive if you want to get to right. Hania. And
0: Platanias also has the beautiful beaches that you could just spend hours there, um, you can walk around the little town, so definitely explore it.
1: Yeah. Then uh, Heraklion, which is a, I think it's the biggest city. It's
0: the biggest city and it's the capital of Crete.
1: It's the capital of Crete. And that's kind of more towards the center or eastern side, like kind of in the middle there. Um, And it. It's what's the advantage there, <clears throat> excuse me, is it's more towards the middle, so it's a good leaping point, especially if you're right. trying to go east. Yeah. But also, it's near the Minoan Palace, which right, is exactly. the that's, historical thing to that's, do. That's if Crete. you're going
0: to do something in Crete, it, it has to be the number one thing on your list the Knossos Palace. And one note about Heraklion, too like, it's like any big city, right? Like lots of buildings, nothing too particular about it, I would say, mm-hmm. except that historical side and the museum that you also. Get to check out with your pass to the Knossos Palace. Right. Uh, but anyway, that's that's also something you you should check out. There's you know places for shopping, um, historical sites in Her- Heraklion. Um, yeah, and Heraclian. Yeah, and
1: um, so Crete is so so. How to get to Crete? There's different ways to get there. Um. You can actually take a boat to Crete. It's a little bit further than most of the other islands. The other islands are most for the most part grouped sort of together, 2-3 hours away from each other. Crete is further south, so it will right. take like 4 to 5 hours at least to get there by boat. You can also fly and yeah. Crete actually has two airports. I think it's maybe the only island or one of the only islands with two airports. And uh you can fly into hania which mm-hmm. is where we stayed. Right. Um near where we stayed, or you can fly into Heraklion. Mm -hmm, and that's a big difference because Hania to Heraklion is a two hour drive
0: yeah Um, so we saved ourselves you know a good drive early in the morning by flying into Hania so make sure that you're planning that well where you're staying and know that you have two options to fly into
1: yes perfect and so let's before we talk about exactly how what to do in Crete let's talk about also how to get around Crete Mm -hmm. um you it's so, I know you've probably seen pictures or heard of people, you know, renting the ATVs or the scooters or whatever on the islands. Crete is not really a place for that, I think. It's a massive, massive yeah, island crazy. with big freeways and, like, curvy roads. Um, if you're going to get a transportation, I would definitely get a car. I wouldn't do, like, a scooter kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. like a Santorini or something is good for, like, getting the ATV. and It's a small island. It's kind of self-contained. But Crete is just way too big to be... Going on the highways with uh, like an ATV or a scooter or something like that.
0: Yeah, car will be definitely more reliable. You could pack more things in it. So logistically, too, it makes more sense.
1: And then um, renting a cab is an option, but it's very, very shockingly expensive to rent a cab in Crete. To go from Hania, the airport, to where we were staying, Platanias. Um, was about 30 minutes from the airport to where we were staying. Um, 50 euros.
0: Oh my gosh. To go yeah. only
1: 30 minutes. So if you go 50 euros, 50 euros back. There's some beaches like on the far west side about an hour away. It's going to be like another 50, 60 something euros, 50 right. something euros back. So your tab can get really expensive really quick if you take a cab. So if you plan to like travel around the island, which you definitely should do, uh, I'd recommend you rent a car or you just book a bunch of tours where they'll come and pick you up and drop you off. Yeah. Um, that's another good option as well. And those
0: are usually on Tripadvisor. Um, those mm-hmm. sh- day trips, uh, with transportation included.
1: Yeah, lots of good day trips on Tripadvisor. Um, we'll go into some of the ones that that we would recommend. Um, lots of good stuff there. Uber is non-existent there. I think in all of Greece, actually, Uber just basically transfers you to the taxi. Like when you call it Uber, you're <laughs> essentially calling a taxi. Right. Um. So no, no specific Uber there. Yeah,
0: don't rely on that.
1: Uh, and I think they really, um, politically, they attacked Uber because a lot of the people, especially with the economy being, yeah. being, being bad, a lot of them became cab drivers and they just really like did not want Uber to infiltrate.
0: Right. Them. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that's how to get around. So let's talk about some of the things to do and yeah, see.
0: Definitely. So I would.
1: Um, yeah, so, sorry, ahead. sorry. We were only there for like three days. So what we're mm. about to say is definitely not going to do Crete justice. Exactly. You need several weeks to really see it. Um, and some of the stuff we're talking about, we didn't even get to see, um, but anyway, let's go into it. Yeah. It was it was in our research that we like, oh yeah, you should yeah, go Yeah, exactly.
0: We'll tell you later, but you know, there were reasons why we couldn't do certain things in our bucket list. Anyway, your number one thing to do in Crete, and you know, I'm a history nerd, so I'm all in for the historical sites and museums, but you should definitely check out the Konosos Palace. And this site is one of, the, one of the most ancient civilizations of Europe. They predate the ancient Greeks of Alexander the Great, you know, by like a thousand years or something like that. So when people think about Western culture, they really think of the Greeks as being the foundation to, to modernity, right? But actually, it was the ancient Minoans who lived here in Crete And their site of power was the Knossos Palace. They were really the guys who laid down the foundation for Greece to even come about. So it's really an interesting place to check out. It's very hot, especially if you go in the summer, of course. So make sure that you are wearing proper shoes, a hat, uh, take water to drink. But it's definitely a, a site that you should check out. It features a beautiful palace with... You know, the, the throne, it's believed to be U- Europe's first throne. Gorgeous uh, rooms for the queen and the king. And very interesting culture that they had there was the the bull. You know, they, they would worship the bull. And they would actually have this tradition where young men would have to leap over the bull. And they would be welcomed into adulthood, right? That was kind of like the rite of passage.
1: Yeah, so they have some paintings and frescoes there. Um, and also the the museum. There's a museum next to the Minoan Palace too. Mm-hmm. So definitely go to both of those. Um, and when we talk about beautiful like rooms and stuff like that, it's not like the Vatican or something like modern. Like this was three thirty five hundred yeah, years ago. Exactly. So what a, what beauty would have been there? The the throne which you can still see is the first ever like throne. Uh, but it's not like the Iron Throne. <laughs> it's not like a huge massive throne. So. When you go there, don't expect some huge, massive thing, but just know that like 3,500 years ago. It was ago,
0: very significant back in the day.
1: Yeah, and they had the capital there back in the day. Um, the palace is next to the city of Heraklion, so it's probably like 10 minutes, minutes away yeah, from Heraklion. So if you're staying there, it's an easy, easy uh, yeah. visit. And you also want to try to go in the morning to prevent the heat and also to the beat crowds. the crowds. And yeah, that's definitely. pretty universal with most Historical places in Greece. Beat right. the heat, beat the crowds. Exactly. That's your
0: theme. Sorry, one more thing about this place, this this palace, because it was so complex back in its day, um, it gave birth to the legend of the labyrinth and the Minotaur. I'm sure you guys might have heard about this, where the Minotaur this you know, hideous creature that was half bull, half man, because a lady had sex with the queen had sex with a bull and she gave birth to this baby monster, and they actually placed him, and of course, this is a myth, right? They placed him uh, in the inners of of the of this labyrinth, and they would have to send pretty much victims as sacrifice uh, for him every single year to keep him alive, to keep him satisfied, to keep him inside the, the labyrinth until one day Theseus, who's this you know, brave soldier, came in and killed the Minotaur. So anyway, there's this you know, place of many myths and legends uh, that still are told up to this day, right? So it's very cool to be in these places that have such historical importance.
1: And influence, yeah, absolutely. And the Minoans were only in Crete, right? They weren't in the other islands?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think their, their, their culture spread out to other islands around, but they were definitely very contained. They were believed to be very peaceful. They actually would engage with the Egyptians Doing trade and paying homage to the pharaohs and things like that. So it's really interesting to see how important they were. They were not yet they were very peaceful, and that's why sort of their belief to have died down over over the centuries.
1: Awesome. Okay, and Greece, of course, is known for its beaches, and Crete is no exception. Right. Um. So we were. So you want to talk about some of the beaches to visit?
0: Yeah. So. On the west coast, you have Elofonisi Beach. E-L-O-F-O-N-I-S-I, I believe that's how it's spelled. Elofonisi Beach. It's on the east side and it's one of it's the on most on the west side. On the west side, sorry, yes, on the west side. Sorry, I get it mixed up. Um and that's one of the most beautiful beaches, highly recommended. Another really beautiful beach that is also on was on our to-do list was Balos Beach or Balos Beach. B. A L O S. And again, that's on the west side. And it was very beautiful. We were supposed to go to some of these beaches on a speedboat, but unfortunately it was really windy. So we couldn't get to it. Uh, Our boat ride was canceled. So make sure, you know, if you're, if you want to do some exploring by boat, make sure that you do it on a day that is not windy. You know, if you see it's good weather, then take advantage of the day.
1: And Um, yeah, that's one thing to know about the even the Tripadvisor excursions they're you know it's weather dependent and the, exactly. the GNC does get windy so s- cancellations are not um, um well I'm trying to do a double negative cancellations yes. can happen um and they're not they're not infrequent so they can be right you know somewhat frequent exactly. um, so just be mindful of that make sure try to give yourself an extra day or a cushion or something like that so you can canceled one day maybe you can go the next day
0: yeah one more island that was also highly recommended was matala beach and that's on the south in the center of the island matala beach m-a-t-a-l-a
1: what another highlight you said uh matala
0: beach yeah, matala that was beach. another that was highly recommended
1: okay um so those are the, some of the main beaches of course there's more we didn't even go to any of those beaches <laughs> but this was in our research and our right. plans to go um there's also a really nice hike apparently it's just a huge gorge and this um like nature area samari gorge samaria it's on the it's on the west side as well sort of near hania maybe 45 minutes an hour away from hania
0: down south
1: down south and that's supposed to be really beautiful too if you want to do like a long extended hike five six hours you can do that through the gorge and it's supposed to be really beautiful. We right. did see pictures of it. Yeah,
0: exactly. so if you're a hiker, you like to see to be in nature, then it's definitely a thing for you to do. Uh, just note that it is a couple hours long if you want to trek the whole the whole way. I believe there's a river there as well. Um, I don't know how luscious and you know the water level, but anyway, that's something to note really beautiful place to do.
1: Yep, so that is just like scratching the surface of Crete. Um, There's of course a lot more to do. The east side which we didn't even discuss has a lot to do. Um, So yeah, stay in Hania for like a week or at least a few days and then maybe go over to Heraklion, stay there and then you know use that as your jumping point to explore the east side or even go to Agios Nicolos which we talked about earlier and use that to explore the east side. Uh, the food is amazing. You're not going to go wrong. Always yeah. get a Greek salad at every single meal. It's unlike any other Greek salad you've ever had anywhere else. America, I've never found a single spot in America that even like halfway does the Greek <laughs> salad justice.
0: Right, exactly. In uh, Platanias, where we stayed at our Airbnb, there was this r- really good restaurant called Socrates. It's sort of like on a second level. I, I really recommend it. I really enjoyed their food. Uh, but honestly, like almost any place you go... You will be pretty happy and they're so hospitable like at the end of almost every meal i think they would give us free desserts um either fruit or you know a cake some some type of like sweet shot or sweet wine so that was really nice you know on our first dinner we got that greek hospitality
1: yeah well and yeah pretty much every dinner or meal we got some sort of like gift even when we were sitting at the beach one time, they brought us out like free watermelon, just handed it to us, um, unlike anything I've yeah, seen. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: They You don't tip either in Greece either. They're not like <laughs> trying to go for tips or anything. Exactly. They just give it to you. Um, so yeah, their it goes back to the Greek hospitality. Um, yeah, so the, there's different types of food. The seafood is great. The restaurants are all, so many of them are like local, um, fresh food, you know, fresh fish of the day. The ingredients are local and, you know, fresh. So you're not going to go wrong really anywhere that you eat in Greece, for the most part. Yeah. Okay, so that is our review. Just touching the surface of Crete, we will go back one day and probably give you a more in-depth review. But that is the touchings of the surface of Crete. And anything else?
0: Uh, no. Enjoy your time there. Uh, we really hope that you check it out. Um, one of the most beautiful and. One of the most ancient civilizations was housed in Crete. So explore it, enjoy it, love it, and let us know if you have any other questions about Crete.
1: Yes, so please um, give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this and leave a comment if you've been to Crete or you want to go to Crete. Also, please follow us on Instagram at Dustin's Travels. We're posting all our Greek footage and photos there and we're going to be releasing our YouTube videos soon to our youtube channel and we're gonna actually do a little different format this time Mm -hmm. kind of make it like a season season one episode one episode two and go through our greek experience thank you so much and we will see you soon
0: adios